Today is September 1st. Fall is definitely in the air and fourth quarter is right around the corner. So let's finish 2021 strong. I invite you to check out my 90-day mastermind, a small group of business owners coming together to encourage, empower, and support each other. To learn more, go to MsMelissaRose.com forward slash mastermind. Now let's get real. Can I just say you're a rare find running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos and juggling all of life's offerings. Let's just be real and call you what you are. You're a rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours, because I get it. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, and I'm your visibility coach for brick-and-mortar businesses who want more clients coming into their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick-and-mortar. We're going to share stories, talk strategy, and learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. So let's get real. Hey there, ladies. How are you? So good to be back. I have taken a little break from the podcast just to reflect and be present with my family and my businesses and just think about where I want to go this fall and how I'm going to make 2021 the best year yet. So hello, hello. It feels good to be back behind the microphone. I hope you guys had a great summer. I cannot believe it's September 1st, but at the same time, it's good that it's September 1st. School year is always emotional. I am a mama of five kiddos. I have a senior this year, all the way down to a third grader, and I know that this year is going to be a big year in all the ways. I can feel it already, and I'm just going to say it's kind of bittersweet, right? You know it's going to be there. It's going to be this huge year, but it's all good. It's such good things, all good things. So I'm just hanging on for the ride, (laughs) here we go. Today, I want to talk about getting out of a funk. I don't know about you, but business ownership can be really hard at times and really, really, really awesome at times. And it can change within minutes, multiple times a day, right? There are so many levels and intensities and emotions and then the tactical stuff that you have to do, right? So sometimes it feels like a really lonely road because honestly, a lot of it is. We have to do a lot of the things behind the scenes. A lot of it is vision casting and strategy. And a lot of that sometimes is done by ourselves. So with all that said, I want to talk about getting yourself out of a funk. And when I say yourself, I'm also talking to myself because this summer was very emotional. There was a lot of different things happening behind the scenes in my businesses that caused me to just really feel all the things. So I wanted to share this with you because these are some tips that have helped me and I go to often. So this might be a podcast that you come back to. I encourage you maybe save it for on those days like, okay, help me out. What can I do? Because you can't stay there, right? There's work that has to be done, but the mindset of keeping going. So I share this because I know how important it is to have the right mindset 
because if we continue to waffle or be in a negative space, we're not attracting great things to us. And that is where I was really struggling this summer. I was struggling in my head and therefore things were not happening like I wanted and I felt like I was forcing it. And when you force things, nothing happens. And it just was this awful spiral and I needed to get out of it. So here are 10 tips that I have learned from mentors and coaches over the years, as well as a few of my own that I have thrown in. So here we go. Number one, change your scenery. Now you can do this through a vacation, through a weekend away, through even a road trip for the day, but it doesn't have to be that extravagant. It can be as simple as going to a different room to do your work, or for me, going into a different setting to create a different coffee shop, maybe going to a collaboration workspace, whatever it is for you, change up your scenery. It could be, you know what? Let's rearrange the office and move the desk and chair in a different way because it just forces your brain to think differently and receive differently. So change your scenery. Number two, exercise. I'm a huge advocate of this. I get up pretty darn early to start my day. My alarm goes off at 4.30 so that I am on my porch having my coffee by 5 a.m. And that is my quiet prayer meditation time. And it is such therapy. But by 6 a.m., the latest, I am walking. And I walk for a good hour. And that is my morning routine. And I do it every day, except some days, right? There was recently a day that I said, you know what? I'm not going to go for my morning walk. I'm going to do some cleaning. And I used that time to clean because I was thinking in my head, I'll still be active cleaning. So I'll still get my exercise in, but it was not the same. I did not have that productive focused energy after cleaning. I was not able to focus. And that morning routine of going for that walk and just zoning out or listening to a book or a podcast, I come home and I'm so dialed in to what needs to be done and I'm so productive for the morning. So what is that exercise for you? Is it in the afternoon, evening, morning, whatever it is, I am such a big advocate for it. It also helps your endorphins and your energy, mood, and oftentimes I'll take a second walk in the afternoon, like around that two o'clock, three o'clock hour when I'm tired because it helps bring back my energy so I can finish the evening strong with my kiddos or my students. Number three, write it down, meaning write down your affirmations. This is part of my morning routine as well, where I every day write them down positive in the first person in the present tense. I write them in cursive because there's studies that talk about writing things in cursive that help your right and left brain work. I do it and it's so helpful. And I can tell the days that I miss it because sometimes things get behind or sometimes I take too long on my walk or whatever. But to really be consistent with that because you're feeding your brain, you're feeding your mind, you're feeding your heart and soul on who you want to be. So write down those affirmations. Number four, you have to do small things in order to do great things. So this is to get out of a funk. And sometimes we need to take things and bring it back and put it in perspective. A lot of times we just want 
too much too soon. And we haven't paid our dues or we haven't done the time or the energy or the effort or the research or the the work to get it done. For example, you don't just save six figures for retirement. You do it little by little and then over time you have it. So you have to do the work. You have to consistently do it. So this is bringing everything back in perspective. Like hold up and one of the great ways or tips that I do this is where was I six months ago? Or where was I a year ago this time? Am I further along? Usually it's a yes. So that brings it in perspective to me. So do the small things to do the great things. Number five, I love this one because I'm a theater artsy person. Do something creative, whether it's writing or going to see a show or taking music lessons or painting lessons. You can go to those stores where you just do like a one-off painting class or go take a, like my friend did this like trapeze yoga class. I'm always impressed with her. She just goes out and tries these one-off things and it's so fun and it's just so genuinely good for you, getting you out of your circle, out of your rut, trying something different, experiencing something different seeing other people, feeding your mind with creativity and color and different places. It's just so good. So go do something different, creative. And of course, I'm an advocate of go see a musical, but whatever it is for you to feed your soul. Number six, to get yourself out of a funk. I want you to really look at your calendar and your routine. Are you really optimizing your calendar. This is a big one because a lot of times we think we should have more or expect bigger results and we really haven't done the work, which goes back to do the small things to do great things, but we, we haven't done anything to show for it. How much of your time is spent thinking about it, right? There's a book in my future, y'all. I have thought about that book so much. And by how much I've thought about it, I probably should have it like last year written out already, but I haven't, okay? I've done a little bit of work on it, but it hasn't happened yet, okay? So you have to really look at your calendar and really optimize it. So what do I mean by that? The most successful people are super smart with their time and they delegate everything when they're going to eat, when they're going to exercise, when they're going to meet with their kids one-on-one, when they're going to have date night, when they're going to work on marketing, when they're going to do bookkeeping, when they're going to talk to their clients or their team. Everything is itemized in their calendar. So it's out of their mind and they don't have to think about it. And it's laid out in a way in their calendar so that they can breathe. And it's not jam-packed. There's breaks in there, but the breaks are scheduled. And that is a whole other can of worms with boundaries, respecting your time, not being a perfectionist, taking the time and doing it and getting it done and not letting it ooze over into other things and just being super respectful of yourself and your time. This next tip in getting yourself out of a funk is kind of a piggyback on looking at your calendar and really examining it and optimizing it. So number seven is know when it's time to rest. Okay. So I want you, when you look at that calendar and you schedule things, making sure you're taking the time to rest, but then being mindful that, you know what, you have worked 
this many weeks without a long weekend or without a weekend away. Taking that time to rest and really resting. For me, Sunday is truly a day of rest in our house. When the kids were young, it was family day. We didn't we didn't do anything. We live in a neighborhood where there's like oodles of kids. We live in the best neighborhood. My kids just play outside all day. But on Sunday, I was really back in the day, really strict about no, do not ask the neighbors to play because it's family day. Everybody needs their time. And honestly, my neighborhood is pretty respectful of that. And then it gets to be like, you know, three, four in the afternoon on Sunday. Then we're all kind of sick of our family. We say, okay, go outside and play. But that is my house. And then I am mindful of quarterly getting away myself, like just me, myself, and I, or me with a girlfriend or whatever, and just spending some time unplugging and resting and rejuvenating. So be mindful of that when you look at your calendar. Know when it's time to rest. Number eight, focus on your activity, not the results. When you stop focusing on the results, so much happens. First of all, you're not tied to the outcome, which is so freeing, but then you are focusing on the right things. And I am a huge advocate for tracking your work. How many people came into your store? How many clients did you sign on? What was the activity to get those clients? That's what you need to track. What were you doing to get them? And how much of that work did you do to get the clients? All right, so you have to go back a couple steps. And this is why this whole episode exists, because I was in a funk. I was not seeing growth or traffic as much as I would like, but it came down to me not doing the work three months ago. I let my foot off the gas about three months ago because summer was starting and five kids at home, lots of schedules to juggle, all the things. And I purposely let off the gas but I didn't think it would affect as much as it did and it totally did which then affected my mindset around my business and then the spiral happened so because I did not stay consistent the aftermath or the repercussions of my actions were seen three months later so keeping track of your activity and focus on that activity so that you can keep going and keep sustaining. Number nine, I love this one. Be generous. It works every time when you can go serve or give to somebody who needs it. It just brings it all back home because why are we doing this? We're creating a business to thrive so that we can give generously. Most of us I'm going to say all of us listening to this podcast, you're that person. You're creating a business for you and your family and your community, and you want that business to thrive, not just for you, but for your family and for the people you love and your community so that you can give back. That's the whole big picture of all of this. All of us are generous people. We're hard workers. We're giving so much into our business so that we can give to our community and those that we love. So when we're able to do that, it helps our mindset as well. And number 10 in this list of getting out of a funk. When we are overwhelmed, y'all, that is really a gift of what we've been asking for. Now, overwhelm has a negative connotation 
Okay. So you could argue that, well, you're just not organized and you're not delegating properly and all those things. But when we are overwhelmed, it is a gift of what we've asked for. Okay. It's what we've asked to be super busy and to have lots of clients and all the things. So being overwhelmed in everything is what you've asked for. However, Success requires consistency. Consistency requires discipline. And discipline requires doing the work. And when we do all of that, we will have a thriving business. And we may become overwhelmed. And we may go into funks of not feeling adequate. Maybe we're struggling with a back office and things just seem chaotic. Or the customer journey isn't quite what we want. Or things happen. It's okay. It's okay. You're getting better each week, each month, each year. You're figuring it out. You're learning. And if you need help with that, I would love to be your mentor and coach and helping you create more time and freedom with systems and automation and helping you get some things off your plate with a team member. But being successful requires us to be consistent and by being consistent, we need to be disciplined. And by being disciplined, we need to do the work. And when we are doing the work, we will have this beautiful business. And then we won't have as many <laughs> mindset funks. <laughs> right? So I want us to be thriving. I want us to be happy. I want us to be giving generously. And I want us to be loving our business and not resenting it. But let's be real. There are times when we are going to need these tips to help us get out of a mindset funk. All right? So number one, change your scenery. Number two, exercise. Number three, continue writing down those affirmations even when they feel like, is this really working? Keep it going because you will look back and you will say, oh my gosh, this happened. This actually happened. Number four, do the small things to do great things. Number five, do something creative. Get out there and try something fun and exciting. Number six, examine your schedule and routine and make sure you are optimizing everything in your calendar. Number seven, know when it's time to rest and make sure you are doing it. Number eight, focus on the activity, not the results. Number nine, be generous. Donate some time or money wherever you are in your season of life. And number 10, remember, success requires consistency. Consistency requires discipline and discipline requires doing the work. Okay, so when we feel overwhelmed, it's just a gift of what we have been asking for. And then it is our job to create less overwhelm by getting help, getting systems, getting automation. If you need help with that, I would love to be your mentoring coach. If you are wanting a little bit of help with accountability, with feeling like you're alone, maybe you feel like business ownership is just like, oh, it is a lonely road and you would like to make some friends and have a small group of people to lean into, to ask questions, to learn from in a short commitment. I invite you to check out my 90 day mastermind. We are starting this group September 8th. It is limited to eight people and it's a short term commitment where you can lean in and ask some questions in a safe space. And I am just going to be really real. I've been part of a mastermind for three years. I have two of them that I am in, and they have been huge in helping my mindset, my business, my strategy, 
where I'm going, it has been awesome. I highly recommend it. So go to MsMelissaRose.com forward slash mastermind to learn more. I would love for you to consider the program. Okay, guys, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you loved it, please screenshot it, share it on Instagram, tagging me so I can shout you out. Or better yet, please leave an honest rating and review on iTunes so that we can shout you out on the podcast as well. Thanks, guys. We'll see you here, same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you're still listening. You are such a rebel woman and you have to be part of the tribe. So if you love this podcast, be sure to leave an honest rating and review on your favorite podcast app. And I'll be sure to shout you out on the next episode. Have a great day. Peace.